0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk Podcast.
1: This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk. With Omniao Saleh and Hany Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. It is me, Hani Bilqaisi with Omnia bring bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world and in the UAE. And ladies and gentlemen, we're kicking off today talking about the UAE and how they're going to use facial identification <laughs> in some sectors.
0: Yes, indeed. This is great news because we've always seen the UAE moving towards becoming a digital economy, becoming a digital government. And this is yet another step to make this become a reality. Staying right here in the UAE, lots is happening in space as well because our beloved Hope Probe has officially sent its first close-up image of the Martian atmosphere and we're going to be telling you all the details about it.
1: Yes, and for our apps all around the world segment, we have a new app which is called Clubhouse. Now, mm-hmm. what is it? Well, we're going to tell you all you need to know about the new audio chat <laughs> application.
0: Yes, indeed. It is a favor of Elon Musk so I'm interested to know more about it as well. It should Coming... be very private. Yes, it should be very private. Coming up on the show as well, In the world of gadgets, lots is happening as well because Apple AirTags and the brand new iPad Pro we will be making a grand entrance in the ecosystem of Apple coming soon in March. What are their features and when should we expect them in March? We're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments.
1: Yes, and Google has been giving major updates to all the iOS apps on the iOS firmware. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the, the latest app to be updated is the iOS YouTube app, mm-hmm. which is the first update to one of its major iOS apps since December.
0: Lots and lots is in store right here on the show, so make sure you keep Pulse95 locked because we'll be right back.
1: Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world
0: your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world in the UAE and around the world the UAE is making big strides in becoming a paperless economy and becoming a paperless government in general and to do that we do sometimes need to depend on biometrics different digital services to be able to make this a reality the latest of those efforts is the UAE's decision to start using facial ID in certain sectors to verify the identity of every individual and every person mm-hmm. That is, let's say, applying for a specific service while also avoiding the use of paperwork.
1: Yes, now, according to a tweet by His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, who is the Vice President and Prime Minister of the UAE and ruler of Dubai, the new experience will be led by the Ministry of Interior. And if succeeded, it would be expanded so as to facilitate the transaction complete, completion of procedures, which therefore is much, much easier. Now, as we go into that electronic stage, yes. it, it's better because you don't have papers everywhere you Mm -hmm. don't have to go and bring a huge amount of (laughs) folders you got everything on your phone on your laptop on your ipad your device of choice and it'll be easier to keep track i mean just looking at for example if i have a word document yeah and i write for example "Hanny 2020 i'll have all the documents that contain "Hanny 2020 for example electricity bill Mm. for the month of august so I believe when if we go digitally, it's going to be much easier for the consumer and for the governments and the entities that will be organizing our files.
0: Absolutely, I'm sure many people living right here in the heart of Sharjah would agree with us whenever we're talking about the use of digital services. One example is Siwa. A lot of the times, you can pay your bill online. You get your your uh, you know a detailed summary of what you yes. spent every single month, also digitally on your email as a text message, and people have just become used to this as a way. Way of life. But more specifically, when using the Face ID, I think what it does is also prevent you from forgetting your passwords. Because your face will always be there, so why not use it Maybe as a Maybe you forget your face. You can't really forget your face.
1: you got your mask on.
0: <laughs> True. Just imagine now, it's like Face ID with a mask or without a mask on. But I feel like it would make things a lot easier to access. Especially because many banks also right here in the UAE, one of them is Sharjah Islamic Bank. Their entire app is now based on biometrics. Yes. So you can log in through your face ID. And this way, you no longer have to worry about remembering your password, resetting it. Is it the right one? Is it a mistaken one? So it just makes things a lot easier.
1: Yes, again, this is just upping the level of security on the sectors in general, whether it's private or government. Having that extra layer of security, number one, does give you a peace of mind. Mm -hmm. And number two, your things are most likely going to be safer because no one can guess your password, uh, use your security recovery questions. Everything is there because, well... It is your face now. In a series of tweets, Sheikh Mohammed did say that he chaired a cabinet meeting during which he lauded the UAE historic achievement, which did make the Hope probe reach Mars. Now, again, they're going to look for the next 50 years yes. right here in the UAE, and the launch of the Hope probe is the beginning. The electron, the digital uh, digitalization of the government sectors, of private entities going digital. That is in line with their initiative to make the next 50 years great.
0: Absolutely. And we do know that the Hope Probe actually celebrated the UAE's uh, Golden Jubilee year. So we're looking at the beginning of the coming 50 years becoming just as accomplished as the past 50 years. Let us know your thoughts. Are you excited for many services right here in the UAE to become more or less based on our face ID rather than having to remember usernames and passwords continuously?
1: Yes. And it's good for the environment. You won't have those papers stuck <laughs> on your door anymore. It's all in the hand of your phone. Ladies and gentlemen, taking a short break. But when we come back, we're talking about the UAE Hope Probe once again.
0: You're, You're listening, listening
1: to Pulse, Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bites connect our world. Pulse. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking about the Hope Probe probe for a while now, which was uh, the Mars mission where a probe was launched into outer space to reach Mars. Now, obviously, I don't know why I'm explaining it to you because you, you know. If you
0: live in the UAE. If you live
1: in the world. Yes. You know it because this has made history. I mean, it was the third country in the world. First time to go into Mars' space uh, uh, atmosphere from the first try. The fifth nation in the world, the first in the Arab world. There's so many achievements, I can just go on. But today we're talking about how the Hope Probe has finally captured a stunning close-up image of Mars.
0: Yes, indeed. Now, we were all excited for this image because we do know that it takes about a week for the rover to settle on the Martian atmosphere and be able to send back that close-up image of Mars. But it, it has arrived and many people have been astonished. By it because this photo was actually taken 24,700 kilometers above the surface of Mars and it was shot by the spacecraft's onboard camera. So looking at it, you know, it's a great accomplishment because as you've mentioned, Tani, it's the first ever air probe to actually send back an image of the red planet's surface. But also, it does mark the UAE's efforts in space exploration and it just showcases how many new discoveries this mission will be bringing back regarding Martian atmosphere, but also how we can relate it to Earth's atmosphere.
1: Yes, and I mean, again, uh, this is amazing. I mean, not every day will you get a picture of Mars. Now, it is the first a picture of Mars which was captured by the first Arab ever Arab probe in history. Yes. Now, even Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed, Crown Prince of Abu Dhabi, and Deputy Supreme Commander of the Armed Forces, also shared the image describing its transmission as a defining moment in our history. He also went on and said it marks the UAE joining advanced nations evolved in space exploration. And we hope this mission will lead to new discoveries about Mars, which will benefit humanity. Now, in the first mo- photo of Mars captured by the spacecraft while in orbit now again i'm looking at the picture right now it does kind of resemble earth a little bit i mean it looks like there's obviously i don't know if there's water or not there's there's, the,
0: his, you there's know, crystals history says that there used to be water on the martian atmosphere but then something happened and it no longer is yeah. there and that's part of the reason why a lot of researchers are actually interested in studying the martian atmosphere
1: yeah i mean i'm looking at it and it looks i mean it looks like we have land It looks amazing. Now, I'm I'm not no astronaut, no scientist, but it does look like we're going to get a lot of information. And experts are saying we are going to learn a lot from Mars and apply it to the Earth's atmosphere and the Earth in general.
0: Yes, and we're looking at data coming back to planet Earth in the year 2023 from April or starting from April. This is when the mission will basically end, but we'll be getting information starting from April of this year up until then. And we're looking at about one terabyte of brand new data coming in. Findings that will be freely shared with researchers across the world at no cost. About 200 scientific and educational institutions will be able to use this information to basically advance the knowledge that we have about Mm -hmm. Earth's atmosphere. Now, as you've mentioned, Hani, the Hope Probe still has a long journey ahead of it. Its scientific mission is only starting. And this picture actually marks the beginning of a great achievement by the UAE that we will definitely keep you updated on.
1: Yes, ladies and gentlemen. And if you have seen the picture of Mars, uh, do text in at slot. Or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Let us know what you think. And if you haven't seen it, well, you're missing out.
0: (laughs) Yes, indeed. Coming up on the show, we still have lots and lots in store for all of you. We're going to be talking about an interesting application that has been making social media basically go crazy. One of them is Elon Musk. He is in love with this application, and it is called Clubhouse. What is it about? We're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments.
1: This is Pulse95. 95 apps all around
0: what's worth a click and download 95 today's application has been trending on almost all social media platforms it is called clubhouse and today we're going to be giving you a quick roundup of all that this app is about because people have been seeing it all over social media and it's been the talk of the town because it's completely free and it's also supporting audio chat, it's an audio chat application so it's supporting and allowing conversations in chat rooms only which is part of the reason why many people have been thinking it could be a lot more private than different applications.
1: Yes, now we're going to be telling you all you need to know about this new audio chat app. Now again, it's been a trending topic of the day and for the uninitiated it makes no sense yet. (laughs) It may make no sense yet and it doesn't, it's an app that does require an invite, involves audio only and is totally free for now, but Clubhouse is a social media app that just launched less than a year ago and has already caught the attention of the big-shot players, just like our good friend, the Tesla CEO Elon Musk and Facebook, and the Chinese government have even gone ahead and already blocked it in their country. We
0: all know why. <laughs> now,
1: Omni, I'm telling you, when we brought this story, this was the first time I ever heard about Clubhouse, believe no it or not. Way. Yes, I haven't been seeing what Elon Musk has been talking about. I
0: think our very own Big House has been wow. interested in this app. He tried it out himself, and he was very impressed by it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it already has 5.5 million downloads around the globe, with roughly 42% of the downloads in the U.S. alone and 16% in Japan, 10% in, in Germany. So we're looking at a big majority of people around the world downloading this app and using it. Now we're going to be telling you what is that app.
0: Yes, indeed. Now, if you have an Android, I've got some bad news for you because this app is iOS only. So you you can only download it if you have an iPhone or an iPad. But once you have it downloaded, it will actually start out by letting you listen in to conversations that host a lot of different topics. You have a range of people from celebrities to thinkers to influencers talking about certain discussions Mm -hmm. and having certain topics in mind that they go ahead and share them in certain chat rooms. There are no posts or photos or videos. You just have people's profile pictures and their voices. So there's bit really much of a pressure to go ahead and participate in the conversations that are being moderated. Unlike Twitter, where people would typically tweet about trending topics, this platform is only for people that are interested in discussing a certain topic. They can go ahead and have a platform to do that very easily. Now, you may find yourself invited to a certain chat room of people who are all discussing a niche topic that is dear to your heart. So you can go ahead and also be included in that discussion. Uh, there are endless clubhouse formats where people can actually create bigger chat rooms with many people giving their insights about a certain topic, or you can simply choose to be a listener.
1: Yes, but the thing is, uh, what if I don't get an invite for, <laughs> for any chat rooms? That's what well, that's I'm. That's going to create a lot of FOMO. <laughs> yeah, because it is an invite only, and just and unlike like Twitter or a Facebook group, clubhouse rooms aren't free for alls, and like conference calls with a set group of people, acting even as moderators on a virtual stage. Now, these monitors can speak freely, and they can also call on members of the audience who would like to participate. You can tell who is talking by looking for a subtle gray halo around a participant's photo. And anyone can start a room and set it to be open, meaning others can pop in. Now, first of all, Elon Musk went to Twitter and he mentioned the Kremlin Russia, the Russian Kremlin, and said, would you like to join me for a conversation (laughs) on Clubhouse? Now, obviously, he's so... He trusts this so much, and he has so much uh, trust into this app. Yeah. He's talking to the Kremlin, and he's like, <laughs> hey, come on to Clubhouse. We're going to have a conversation. Now, I'm looking at the app right now on my laptop, and it does look pretty nice, looks pretty neat, pretty simple. And there's even a social roo- social room yes. that means only people you follow can join. And closed is for invited guests only, so that fear of me missing out <laughs> is no longer there because I can join any room that I would like to if it is open. And the app also does have clubs, which can create uh, reoccurring rooms and have members.
0: Yes, indeed. Now, a lot of you may be wondering, why did this app get so popular so quickly? Well, part of the reason is definitely lockdown. It has cause a lot of people to actually decide to start their very own let's say mini podcasts but instead of having it a long form or having to edit those conversations they can have them on the spot with many people through this application but we want to hear from all of you have you heard of the application and have you tried it yourself our text lines are open 4215 do it this a lot or sign into our dms at pulse 95 radio
1: pulse 95
0: Gadget
1: of the day. New tech you might want to play with. False 95. If you needed some new gadgets for the month of March, well, <laughs> we got them for you because Apple AirTags and the new iPad Pro are going to launch in March. Now, the Apple AirTags are said to be tile-like Bluetooth-based item trackers that will help users locate their belongings like keys, wallets, and even backpacks and would possibly notify users when they are separated from a tagged item. Now, Omni and I have been talking a lot about AirTags, and we are excited.
0: It is long-awaited, and they remind me a lot of how popular RFID tags used to be in the past. You know, they used to be this very remarkable gadget that you could only install on things that are very precious to your heart, things that are very expensive because they are expensive to get. But Apple is now creating basically a consumer friendly form of an RFID tag that is known as the AirTag item tracker, and they're launching it alongside a refreshed iPad Pro in this upcoming month so a lot of Apple analysts have been spying on Apple trying to see what's upcoming with them and they are saying that there's going to be a virtual event for Apple pretty soon where they're going to be announcing those two brand new products and I'm very excited for them.
1: Well, Omnia, Mm -hmm. I have a speculation.
0: What is your speculation? I believe
1: that a lot more things will be (laughs) showcased and announced at this Apple event because no way Apple is going to make an event just for two products.
0: It's a mini event, like what they do with the, what's it called, when they launch the brand new iPads and the... MacBooks. There's something coming. There's something there's coming. Some,
1: there's a teaser coming along now. Okay. <laughs> uh, again, the iPad Pro 2021 is rumored to focus on two key additions. Namely, the models are set to be the first to use mini LED displays and some. Even pricier variants will likely offer 5G connectivity, which is very big. Now, Apple has been working on mini LED displays for quite some time now, and there are a total of six products in the pipeline, ranging from iPads to Macs. Now, that is a big one, and Omnia, I obviously don't need an iPad. (laughs) But I want one.
0: I know you want all of Apple's products. What's so new?
1: I I don't know what's my problem. I I, I You're really an I Apple really believe addict. I have a problem.
0: I think it's an addiction with to Apple products. I just I just like it. You need the sponsorship
1: for Apple I mean at like, this like point. really Omniam. Like I've bought an iPad in the past. Okay. And because I wasn't using it as I much. Gave, same, I, gave, I, I gave, it it gave
0: it away to my family. <laughs> to my mama.
1: And she uses it. And now I'm like, hey. Matt, what if I just had an iPad instead of having the laptop on my tummy when I'm in bed watching movies? Right? And then I'll buy, then I know what will happen. I'll buy an iPad and And I won't use it.
0: Oh, okay. I I I, I wanted the pen. Yeah, I really like the whole concept of having an iPad. I want to be an artist.
1: (laughs) But I know I I can probably do a hangman. I, I mean,. The thing is, I mean, the iPad is a great medium for people who want to be artistic, who want to use Photoshop. Or
0: even in school, like if you want to write notes. notes. A lot of a lot of med
1: students use the pen to write on notes. What am I going to do use it for? That's the question. I'm not an artist and I'm not a med student. And I mean, there's a lot of good things that you can do with the pen. And I do believe the iPad with that mini LED LED display will be a game changer for people who are avid users of the iPad.
0: Also, having 5G connectivity in an iPad, that's going to be interesting. I think that would be the first iPad Pro to come with 5G uh, connectivity.
1: Hopefully, they won't have that problem like they had with my phone. Yeah. when. The, I had to actually wait for a new update for my connectivity to actually be working because it would always cut off. And I had to actually, for a good amount of time, for three months, I think it was two two months, I was using only 4G. Oh, God. Even though I changed my SIM, I did everything. And the problem was with the with, with, with uh, the, the iOS, not yeah. with, with with my carrier.
0: Now, this is going to be great news because, as you've mentioned, Hani, Apple AirTags, they've been in the pipeline for a couple of years now. And yeah. we've constantly talked about rumors about them. Many people were saying, oh, it's just a scam. They're not really going to be working on Apple AirTags. But, you know, the rumors have been confirmed. Apple is officially launching its brand new AirTags in this upcoming month. When exactly? In March. We still don't have an official release Mm. date, but we'll definitely keep you updated once that is announced.
1: Now, Omnia, what would you put your AirTags on?
0: Mm, great question. Uh, definitely my wallet. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. You can, stick, you can stick it in your wallet. Oh, yeah. And your purse.
0: Because um, that gets lost a lot okay. of the times. Uh, I think my car keys as well. Okay. What about you? My glasses. Gl-
1: <laughs> but that can't Good happen. Good question.
0: Where are your glasses That today? can't happen. Where can't, are your glasses? I I, so? I, they're right here.
1: But okay. I, I, I can't use them. I can't put them on my... Uh, what
0: if they create miniature airtags. You never know. I
1: mean, who knows? Apple's but, creative. You know, like in the morning, I'll be go. Like, oh, where's my glasses? Mama, where's my glasses? It'll go crazy. But 4215, Drozalata, or on our Instagram, at Pulse95 Radio, we would like to know, if you had those airtags, what would you place it on? Would you place it on your glasses like me or in your purse like Omnia? Our text lines are open, taking a short break, but when we come back, we're still talking about iOS because Google has updated its iOS YouTube app. You're listening to Pulse 95.
0: Pulse 95. Pulse
1: 95. Apps all around.
0: What's worth a click and download? Pulse 95. Today's discussion has a lot to do with Apple, but Google and Apple are coming hand in hand to try and see what they can do to fix iOS applications because. Google has provided a bug fix for its iOS YouTube app, and this is the first update that a major Google iOS app has had since the month of December.
1: Yes, indeed, Omni. You're 100% correct. iOS YouTube app is being updated, and that is a big one. Now, how much time do you spend on your phone or on your iPad watching YouTube?
0: Uh, quite a lot of time.
1: Yeah, I think I had, like, four hours. It's bad. Uh, because I like to watch documentaries it's while I'm in Netflix, bed. It's more Netflix, even. Like, I'll be on my, like, you know, I'm laying down <laughs> watching YouTube. On your phone? On my phone. Like, that's why I want an iPad, but then I get an iPad, and it's too big to, to lay yes. down on. So there's my dilemma. But Google has provided a bug fix to fix iOS YouTube app, and, uh... Google apps are being updated with new features to fix bugs and you're going to be seeing updates on the app page listing that does include the new app privacy details. Now these details will represent the maximum categories of data that could be collected, which does mean if you use available features and service in the app, the data you provide to Google products will deliver helpful services to you. And you can always control your privacy settings by visiting Google account or even going directly to the Google products you use on iOS.
0: Yes, now we do know that Apple recently launched with their iOS 14 update, what they call the nutrition labels or privacy. Food? They, you would think they're related to food, but they're actually privacy nutrition labels. So they're trying to basically cater more towards the privacy of a user mm. versus the privacy mm. of businesses or other applications.
1: Yeah. Yeah, not interested? You said cater and then you said uh, nutrition label.
0: Yes, so, so now all you think about is food. Yes,
1: because <laughs> catering like cakes and yes. then nutrition like food. So now I'm hungry, Omnia.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, Apple definitely can't provide you with food, but they are asking a lot of companies and app developers to adjust their applications to make them a bit more user-friendly, user-information-friendly, to Mm. be specific. Mm. And the first of these apps Mm. to be adjusted has been YouTube but coming up we're looking at Gmail we're looking at different uh, Google apps like Google Translate also becoming adjusted to the brand new iOS uh, privacy features. Yeah
1: and even Google Photos now I'm going to give you a nice trick for all the iOS users ladies and gentlemen if uh, you kind of suffer from iCloud storage when you're (laughs) using your apps uh, not your apps for your photos what you can do is download Google Photos Mm. and if I am I think correct me if i'm wrong but i do believe you have i believe i think it's unlimited storage i think or it's a huge it's a ridiculous amount that you have for free
0: i love that and can you access it on drive
1: you can access it wherever you want
0: that is amazing so a
1: lot of a lot of people a lot of tech enthusiasts and a lot of photographers uh, they use Google Photos on their iOS. But
0: then, would they sync immediately? So they like,
1: sync immediately. If yes? I
0: take a photo on my iPhone, it'll immediately be available on Google yeah, you're, Photos. Yeah, it'll
1: be uploaded to the cloud, I and then like that. a lot. So, because photographers they'll edit on their phone yeah. or they'll edit on. Uh, uh, on their iPad or computer. So when it's synced, you don't need to transfer anything. So a lot of them do that. So that is a trick if you suffer from not a lot of storage on your Photos app.
0: iCloud storage can definitely be a hassle. And I did pay for that extra storage. And I, it deducts yeah. from my account every month. But I'm still somehow running out of storage. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: you know, what? I'm thinking I'm going to call Tim Cook. So I'm going to have a word with him because mm-hmm. I've opted for that 200 gigabyte uh, storage. And for the past month now, I'm getting you don't have enough storage. Same. So that is same. It's been
0: a year now.
1: (laughs) Sir, excuse me. I've used 75 gigabytes. What are you talking about? I got 125 left. And, you know, at some point I was trying to look and try to optimize my storage. I was like, you know what? Forget it. Don't don't back it up. I don't want my stuff backed up.
0: I know. And it's it's frustrating because it's like what is the point at the end of the day if I'm planning to change my phone it was
1: yes my <laughs> phone dropped me is,
0: is everything okay with the phone department
1: what? <laughs> um, yeah. I think my phone got upset or the universe yeah, is telling I, me I
0: was just gonna say I think Tim Cook is yeah. is pretty angry at your frustration regarding iCloud
1: cause <laughs> ladies and gentlemen my phone just dropped I picked it up and hit the dropped table dropped again yeah and hit the table so uh, I think we're not talking about Apple for today or the next couple of days. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my phone, uh, I like it a lot. I do not want to break it. But let us know your <laughs> guys' thoughts. 4215, do it a or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. How often do you use the YouTube app on your phone, iPad, or iPad? And uh, do you feel like YouTube has taken so much of your free time? Because
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Over Netflix, and it's yeah. it's
1: sad. You know, sometimes I, I, I use time management when watching YouTube. Like, for example, if a video is like 10 minutes and I need to go be somewhere, I'll like, oh, just watch this video and leave.
0: Just one video and then it's time to leave.
1: And then, hey, did you know that if you do one, two, three, four, you could be a millionaire by tomorrow? I'm like, oh, click on it. I want to be a millionaire.
0: That recommended section on YouTube, oh, it is going to be the end of me. But, but like- you
1: know what's better than the YouTube video? What? The comment section.
0: Oh, God. I love what I love. Are you the comments. type who immediately scrolls through the comments even before? But while
1: the Talabat ad is playing, I'm like, yeah. What
0: are the comments yeah.
1: saying? Oh, let's let us let us know you guys. thoughts 4215. But, but ladies and gentlemen, it, it is our time for today as the halftime show. The only place to be at three with Omar Adouri is taking over in T-minus six or seven minutes. But we're going to be here same time, same place.
0: Only here on Pulse 95. 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.